Hi, I'm Karen Osborne, and this is Living in the Sandwich Zone, a place where each week we talk all things parenting, caregiving, juggling life, and reclaiming joy. Hey everybody, welcome back to Living in the Sandwich Zone. So in all candor, I'm gonna tell you that it is the night before my Wednesday air date. And I'm only now at 9.01 p.m. (laughs) sitting down to just capture my reflections on where I am. I I just have been kind of swamped with a lot of stuff, both tangibly and emotionally. And so I am, I think I am in a space of high anxiety. Like, you know, last week when Chantal Donnelly was on the podcast, we talked a lot about stress. And one of the byproducts, I think, of having gone through what I've gone through the last three years, going through this mental health journey and the health challenges with my parents and all of these other things, my system, I think, has just gotten depleted. So it was really important for me to take that time off during the summer for my summer sabbatical to just give myself a little extra breathing room. I know for me that setting things down and taking downtime is something that's a challenge for me. I feel like if I'm not doing something, I'm not being productive or I'm being lazy or I'm not making good use of my time. So that whole thing about idle time is something that I haven't shifted my belief system on completely yet. I I think one of the things I want to talk about is boundaries and building better boundaries. Because what I have come to see within myself is that I teach people. I teach people whether or not I will honor the boundaries that I set. And I'm going to tell you this story because because it it seemed like the universe really wanted me to learn this lesson. (laughs) So, So one of the things that I realized as I have been going through this parenting, caregiving, self-care journey, is that I have not been my own best advocate in terms of claiming time for myself. And so I've, I've tried to start communicating more clearly to my loved ones and those around me what exactly it is that I need and what time and space I'm kind of holding sacred for myself. So to this end, I had a call scheduled with my dear friend, Ellen Wong. And you might remember Ellen from earlier episodes where we were talking about breath work. So Ellen had taken a trip to Costa Rica and we hadn't had a chance to sit down and catch up. So we had scheduled this time to connect. And so we had a 3.30 p.m. call time, a catch-up call scheduled. So 
on the designated day of the call, I had shared with my family and my mom and my parents that I was going to be off the grid because I had this call scheduled. Well, one thing that I do, and this is another boundary thing, one thing that I do is that I tend to try to make the most of little gaps of time so that I can shoehorn something in to get it out of the way instead of just taking a more relaxed pace and saying, oh, I have 20 minutes before this call. I can just relax and wait. I decide to run to the grocery store to get the last few things we need for dinner that night. And yeah, so that's what I did. So I got to the grocery store and mind you, I had had an explicit conversation with my family about me setting aside time to take this call. And so while I'm in the grocery store, trying to make a lickety split 15 minute round trip grab and go, I get a call from my mother. And I had originally told mom, I had originally told my mother that I was not going to be available until after this call to assist them. Well, my mom called and said, hey, can you come now? I know you have your call, but can you come now and help us now? And here's the thing. Here's where the lesson starts to crystallize for me. Even though I had taken the steps to proclaim to my entire family that this was my sacred phone call time, that I was going to be unavailable from 3.30 to 4.30. When I got that call from my mother saying, can you come right now? I said, sure, fine, I'll come. And in that moment, I recognized my own self-abandonment. But I didn't correct it. I didn't call back and say, you know what? I can't come right now. This is the time that I set aside for this call. I didn't do that. And I didn't do it because it's just so habitual for me. It is so habitual for me to drop whatever I am doing and run to the aid of whoever else pops up on the radar. And so for me, I had recognition of that. Yet and still, having that recognition, I didn't rectify it in the moment. And so you know what happened? The universe rectified it for me. This is what went down. I'm supposed to have this 3.30 phone call. I get to the grocery store, I'm running around just trying to grab my few little items and make it back before that time. I get this call from my mother saying, can you come right now? And I, instead of saying boundary, instead of saying, mom, I can't come right now. I can come right after I finish my call. I self-abandon and I say, fine, I'll come now. I go to the checkout, I self-check out of the grocery store, and I'm walking out to my car. When I get to my car, I can't find my keys. 
And so I start looking and I retrace my steps and I can't find my car keys. Now, my car is one of those cars where you can't really lock the keys inside the car because you push the button. And if you have, you know, the key fob has to be outside the car for the car to lock. So all the doors are locked. So I know that I had my keys when I walked into the grocery store. So I retrace my steps. I go back into the store. I go back to the self checkout counter. I look, I had dropped something there. I thought, oh, maybe my keys dropped when that dropped. So I retrace all of my steps. I cannot find my keys anywhere. So then I enlist the help of all the staff. And so all of the pavilion staff is very helpful and they're trying to look for the keys. The guy who, when I was putting my cart back, he was looking through all the carts that had been restocked and he said, oh, you know, two people went in with the little carts. So let's see if we can find them. Maybe it's in the cart. We look, we look, we look. My keys are nowhere to be found. And now, tick, 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 it's 3.30. <laughs> and so, of course, I get a call from Ellen. Hey, Karen, just tried to call you. You can give me a call back. And I call Ellen. I said, Ellen, <laughs> I need a couple minutes. I'm at the store and I've lost my keys. And Ellen is so easygoing and, and full of grace. She's like, no problem. Just give me a call back whenever. Well, I continue to look and I continue to look. My keys are nowhere in sight. And so I decided, all right, well, I'm just going to have this phone call. Literally, there I am perched on the planter outside pavilions, having this phone call with Ellen Wong. And Ellen was like the perfect person to be talking to when this was all going down. So I am describing for Ellen all that has gone on, how <laughs> I tried to shoehorn this trip to the grocery store in before our call, how my mom called me in the middle of my shopping to ask me if I could come right away, even though she knew that I had this phone call scheduled and how I instinctively just said, fine, yes, I'll come when I had done such a good job laying the foundation to claim this sacred space. So to make a very long story short, I have a very um, cathartic conversation with Ellen and we hang up. I still cannot find my keys. And I, I had in the interim had texted and left a voicemail message for my mother who didn't answer the phone saying, Hey, just an update. I can't come now because I've lost my keys. And it was just radio silence. <laughs> so ultimately, I, after, after I can't find my keys for probably, I don't know, 25 minutes, I decide I'm just going to walk home. And it was really, really hot. <laughs> but I decided I'm going to walk off this frustration, it's a little somatic energy clearing. Um, I was, I decided I was going to walk off my frustration and it wasn't that far home. So I walk home. I'm just in a funk. We get the spare key. Matt went to go get the car, get the car home. And it's not until the very next day that I had this inkling 
In fact, I was looking for my book club book. It was right before we were going to have a book club meeting. And I was looking for my book club book. And I thought, oh, it's probably in the trunk of my car. So I go out to the car. When we're using the spare key because we can't find my ring of keys, I pop the trunk and there in the trunk are my car keys sitting right there. And then it hits me. I had gotten to the store, locked the car. I realized I didn't have my bags with me for shopping. So I used the key fob, opened the trunk, and apparently when I reached in to get my bags, I had dropped the keys in the trunk. And so when the trunk got closed, the keys were inside, the rest of the car was locked. So I never would have known that the keys were there. But I tell you this story because I think it was a gift from the universe to make me lose my keys that day. Because here's the thing. If I had had my keys, I would have sacrificed my phone call. I would have self-abandoned and gone up to help my parents out, out of pure, complete habit of doing that. And the universe said, wait a second, wait a second, you're not going to go. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was like the universe said, whoa, whoa, Nellie, not so fast. And it ended up being a really good lesson for me because now I have this really clear example of how quickly I fall into sacrificing myself for others, even when I have the best intentions not to do that and to take care of myself and to kind of put myself, you know, up the priority scale. So all that to say, we teach people how to treat us. And if we do not honor our own boundaries, no one else will. So for me, albeit an extraordinarily frustrating way to learn that lesson, it was just a really good reminder to recognize the times where I self-sacrifice to my own detriment. And everything, mind you, worked out just fine, even though I wasn't able to go up and help in that moment. And so the lesson for me I've got to build better boundaries and I have to be willing to honor myself and my boundaries so that other people will. I'm Karen Osborne. Thanks for listening to this episode of Living in the Sandwich Zone. If you like this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Like, subscribe, follow the podcast and share it with a friend. 
If you're an Apple Podcast listener, one of the best ways you can support me is rating and reviewing the podcast there. You can follow me on Instagram at karen.e.osborne. That's O-S-B-O-R-N-E. Or if you want to become an insider, a club sandwich member, click the link in the show notes and join my private Facebook group. Until next time, remember to add yourself to your caregiving list and take a moment today and do something that brings you joy.